0: Hey, sorry. Oh, good. I had to run in from another panel in a different part of the Internet, and boy, are my Uh, Some internet jokes. Tired. Tubes. It's a series of tubes. Great. Boy, are my tubes tired? No, that's not. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. We're from Loading Ready Run, and this is one of three, count them, three PAX panel Q&As that we are doing for PAX online, and to really try to bring the entire uh, experience of a Loading Ready Run PAX Q&A panel to you on the internet, we have assembled... Uh, as many people who were available at the time, and we have a brief slideshow to announce. Not really, We're not really announcing anything, but we have a couple updates. I'm sure I'll get better at this part for the ones we do for Europe and Australia. we <laughs> be able to
1: tell which one uh, we did first, eh? <laughs> you're doing great. Let's do
0: the slideshow. Isn't that
2: like the opposite of actually how it would be? Like by time zones?
0: I don't know how they're going to... We don't know how they're going to air these. Like, obviously, these are all pre-recorded. We've sent out questionnaires to Loading, Ready, Run fans, and they've sent questions in, and we've, or Beast rather, has selected some number of them, and we're going to answer some number of them over the course Why is of the Deej next. So
2: awesome!
3: Lay that it's... shit at my feet. Great. <laughs> this is what I've always wanted, though. Is that whenever we have a Pax panel, I want to vet everybody who comes up to the microphone before they ask their goddamn questions. <laughs>
0: Okay, now before I give you the microphone, you have to tell me the question first. And I'll tell you if uh-huh, it's any good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, you, you, no, you, you no. may have the microphone. I mean, we could no steal de- from
1: de- the McElroys de- and just say, de- like, no
4: bummers. No
3: bummers. That's no pretty bombers. good. No, no
4: Summers. No bummers. Uh,
5: so I've got, I've got a comment, really, and then a follow-up comment.
4: Oh,
1: my
5: God. And then a suggestion.
1: Oh,
4: no. A dissertation. <laughs> I, I didn't realize we were just going to make fun of ourselves at this panel. <laughs> I don't know why.
0: So let's let's take a quick look at the at the slides we have. So this is the Loading Ready Run PAX Online Q&A. Specifically, this is the North America Time Zones Edition, serving Canada, Upper and Lower America and its various states, Mexico, Guatemala to Chile, inclusive parts of Brazil, and Pitcairn Island.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hope someone's watching from there.
0: I it's statistically improbable. I there's like 43 people that live on Pitcairn Island. They're probably don't are look like Great St. Pierre people. and Miquelon. North American. Uh yeah, well yeah, they're they're in they're in Canada. Well, they're French, but they're like
3: it's close Near... Within.
0: Well,
3: yeah, yeah, they're like near, they're
0: just off the coast of uh the Maritimes.
3: Like we so. we didn't mention Cuba in this, but they are also there. Unless And the,
0: <laughs> and the Caribbean—that's true. But hmm. there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. other places
3: we can There's a lot of places that
2: are within. We also the half-hour time zones. You know, PEI, you can come to. Yeah, they're not so on Greenland a half hour. What? Are...
3: No, Newfoundland's yeah. on. The Newfoundland half. is on the half hour. Oh. Yeah, Greenland I think counts as well. I,
0: I mean, there's probably actually. more people living on Greenland than live on Pitcairn Island. I don't know. I've never been. I don't want to go. Their mayors keep getting arrested for sex crimes. So, (laughs) before we get to the bulk of the Q&A questions, there was one question that we've been getting a lot over the past several months of March that I wanted to just head off at the pass, which is Hey, why aren't you making X content right now? Content like... Because we never made any content called X. Obviously, I, that's the answer. I loved your X show. Why you no more make X? Uh, things like Friday nights or the panelists or Sidewalk Slam, uh, and I, 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 I don't wish to sound like I am uh, talking down to anyone, but there is a global pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're not making. If there's something that we usually make or said we would make or mentioned offhand that we wanted to make or something that even that you'd like us to make and we're not doing uh, that's why you said it way less
1: shitty than I would have
3: <laughs> I, the seeing that in all caps sans serif is terrifying
1: yeah it's uh yep.
3: It, it should be. It's a statement. <laughs> would, would pandemic be
2: be more more relatable if it had serifs on the text? If I don't like,
3: want no. pandemic to be relatable. Is it in? Put it in brush script so I can I put built it on this, like a
0: T-shirt at the mall. I built this in like uh, Google Drive slideshow, and like lobster is one of the default fonts there. You, know, you could do it like a, that's
1: a travesty.
0: Make it look like uh, you know, like a. Like a microbrewery or something.
1: Yeah, you could <laughs> put it in papyrus. That would make it look—I don't know—so
0: we had I, we had intended to do more episodes of Friday Nights. We were going to do a whole little mini season of it this year. We'd be shooting more panelists by now. Adam and I can't be arsed to keep up on wrestling at the moment. We just have too much other stuff in our brains. So, but trust us, we are also very sorry that we can't keep up on all the various content that we do. But that is that is why.
2: On, on the um, subject of panelists, though, um, either before or after this. Yes. They're, they're Elsewhere
0: they're, during they're, PAX Online will be an entire of the panelists panel. So um, check the schedule. And if it's already happened, you can find it on the Loading Ready Run YouTube channel. And if it hasn't happened yet, watch it.
2: You have something to look forward to.
0: Yeah uh but but we still we not only have we managed to maintain everything that we are doing week to week which is a not ins- not insignificant amount of stuff uh we ha- we also have new merch <gasps> yes so uh check out this stuff on store.loadingreadyrun.com we have a uh a fun arena twist you know amusingly amusingly is anything about the pandemic amusing no very little but the, we had planned on this arena-style diagram playmat. I, th- I think that, beige was this your idea?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, had... it occurred to me, I'm like, boy, we haven't actually leveraged... Wait, was it no, your it idea? No, it was
4: my idea. Okay. Ideas it dealer. came from this house
0: that I live in. <laughs> wow, that... We, we share
3: a lot of things, and, and I guess we share ideas now, too. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Heather. Um, this was yeah, Heather's so it's idea. a diagram playmat, but for Magic Arena, and that ended up becoming way more relevant uh, in the past... A couple months but we let we finally hooked up with wormwood gaming to do loading ready run dice vaults and dice friends uh rolling trays and the little thing across the top there it says from the bones of trees and the skins of beasts and it's available in uh well two different woods the tray it was available in three but one of them sold out but if you want the one in purple heart you can put your name down and then we'll have an idea of how many people want that
3: if we can't even reorder them uh we have to kind of hit a threshold sometimes but we'll see yeah
0: and the uh, dice vaults are uh, wenge wood with the uh, Loading Ready Run logo inlaid in turquoise. They're very nice. Uh, and the, semi,
3: the semi-precious stone turquoise, not just the color turquoise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and from PAX East, the last time that any of us were able to be in public with other people, uh, we have the our, our uh, corkline pin from that is now also up on the store.
2: Oh. But, by, by the way, I I was amused by seeing you play using the arena-style playmat on the uh, CFB um, Commander game (laughs) a couple days ago. (laughs) Yeah, with paper magic cards. With paper magic cards. It's
0: like, that's not the point of this. What's happening here? This is just confusing. (laughs) Well, I'm glad. I I was just, I thought it was funny, yeah. Um, What else do we normally talk about at these slideshows? Ah, yes. The specter of desert bus whoops there it is <laughs> desert bus floats ever ever towards us look we don't know what it's going to look like
4: <laughs>
0: something on. there'll get there'll be some form of desert bus we know it's going to start at friday november 13th at 10 a.m pacific and james will be there twitch.tv slash desert bus
2: we know that it will end at some point presumably <laughs>
0: And everything between those...
2: You know what? Let's let's, let's not even say that. Let's not even say that. We know there's a start point. To an end.
0: And beyond that, uh, we're still working it out. So, tune in. It's going to be extant. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, speaking of... So, uh, PAX Online goes between September 12th and September 20th. And I hope that you're enjoying it so far. Also during that period of time is the Zendikar Rising pre-pre-release. Yeah. I, I don't know where that's falling, but it's Monday, September 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific. And so if that is a day or two from now, uh, do check it out on twitch.tv slash loading ready run. And if that's another day, then uh, you can find it on our YouTube channel at youtube.com LRRMTG. That's the magic specific YouTube channel.
2: Really hope it's not conflicting with this panel that we're currently doing. That's We've
0: asked them not to, but I I suppose it may not be strictly avoidable. So I, I guess we'll find out.
4: Well, they can watch one of these things later. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's all being it's all on the internet. Nothing on the internet truly goes away. Yeah. So all right, that's that's everything that I had prepared, and now for the part of the show where we go to the questions that you have prepared and sent us. Um, so we're gonna. We're going to go through a selection of questions and answer what we can. Paul, how about you start us off?
2: Let's uh, get this first question from Not Cain nor Abel uh, for grammar, Paul. Oh. Uh, what was the first time you thought, "Oh my, I run a business"? Oh, <laughs> I mean the first ta- time, like taxes, obviously, are <laughs> a serious big thing when
6: the government gets involved yeah uh
2: but no but like seriously like uh uh or i think so when we did um uh unskippable Hmm. was sort of when (laughs) it was essentially uh bionic trousers media was created so that the escapist had an entity with which to sign a contract for unskippable yes (laughs) Because yeah. otherwise it would have been, like, Graham or I personally that signed that, that that was in the contract instead of... It was still a partner, like, it was a partnership at that point, but it yeah. was still a separate business. I
1: wonder if, if this sensation, like, I'm just guessing here, if, if it's maybe, rather than, like, a specific singular point, whether it's, like, a, an escalation of, like, milestones?
0: That's exactly what I was going to mm-hmm. say, actually, because... Yeah. What what Paul was talking about back when it was sort of when we started doing unskippable that was much less of of like like whoa I run a business rather than like oh this is my job Mm. (laughs) and then and then it was like oh and this is this is enough to it's not just a job it's enough to actually like pay me to you know like to eat an amount of food and then it was like then it then it became like and other people can be paid and then we can have an office space and then more people and a, can and a, be paid and a better
1: office space
0: yeah and then a better office and then it's like you know sort of milestones all along all along the way it's still i'm like even now i'm still sort of like huh <laughs> cool
1: we had to hire a man to take the bees out of our corporate bathroom. <laughs> corporate bathroom <laughs> Did, uh, tell me I'm wrong tell me I'm wrong
3: it's executive washroom executive. actually not quite yet and once I get it, once I get the washlet it's an executive washroom
1: are you it, for real putting a washlet in there yeah he's been trying
0: he, he'd like to in the realm of if I guess if anything in the office is the corporate whatever then yes I suppose the bathroom that everyone uses is technically the, the company bathroom then yeah I, I suppose it. that is the case yeah and I mean,
5: like in the the classical definition of corporate, you know, having a body. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so many Please laugh! Oh my um, god! I was this corporeal? years old before I realized what that means.
2: <laughs> uh, I
1: mean, so I,
0: companies are people, but they are not ghosts. Okay.
2: I would hmm. say, like in terms of you know, really business, in some ways, actually. Um, uh, bring you know bringing on um, you know new people you know when it was more than just Graham and I being paid to do uh, you know able to work full time mm-hmm. um, but to be honest actually um, when we were able to bring on um, Bij and then Heather um, who uh, have you know done all sorts of wonderful work to help us but it, they're the first ones that came on. Full or they came on full time, not in a like uh, explicitly creative capacity, but to help us with the business. In you know, in in Bija's case, with Mm. uh, a lot of the office management stuff, and in Heather's case, with a lot of all the like uh, you know, administration of like uploading and curating videos and getting all the stuff that we do actually in front of people so they can see it. And so that that part, we're like, we're creating (laughs) so much content that we need to hire a person to upload that content. And and that we're... We have
3: so much business, we need to hire somebody to run the business. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Because, like, for a long time, we knew... Like, we knew that we needed somebody in Bija's role for a while. Mm. But Mm -hmm. the problem was always that anybody in that role would theoretically know enough about business to, to, to <laughs> Tim, when, we were, stop. when we were at the size that we were, would be like, no, I don't think I'm going to work for you. <laughs> <laughs> so to get to the point where we could actually support that as a person to have as part of our, our business, that's that's a big deal. so Nice.
0: Good answer. All right. Uh, BG, you want to pick up the next one?
3: I will take the next question. Sure. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just carry
0: on in a thing there.
3: Ah. Sorry. I had to, I had to duck the mic slightly. Heather will get me back on there. Cause I coughed. All right. What's the next question then? Ah, from booster six, what is one positive effect that you think COVID-19 will have on your business term? Um, I, as a res, actually from the perspective of the business manager, um, it, has meant that a lot of the processes that we were that we were slowly implementing um to kind of make things run easier on the business side of things um those things have pushed forward like uh uh definitely made supplemental healthcare we have universal healthcare in canada but supplemental healthcare is something that you can get right you can get additional healthcare on top of that and so um finding a plan to do that was something that was given a higher priority for me to do so those kind of things um are were things where i was like that's a positive effect that because of covid it meant that i could stay home and then concentrate on pushing that stuff forward um and there was just i guess other ways of trying to really improve general communication between everybody that that we've uh that i think we focused on more and more as well uh the more technical aspects of that um i i wouldn't want to speak to i maybe like let paul speak to that or anybody else who wants to speak to that but that's kind of where i'm at it's like from a business side being able to push more things to our accountants and have them recognize the importance of we want you to you know help us with this and get all of our books online so i can actually see them online which is really things for me that i'm like that's going to be a game changer for us long term
1: is Mm. it possible That the increase in uh, telecommuting that uh, the pandemic has brought on will lead to more people spending more time at home and being more able to fuck around more often, which would lead to more view numbers
3: for us. Because they can just uh, have it loaded up in like another screen yeah. and be like, "I'm at home, and nobody can tell me not to watch." Yeah, Run. It,
1: yeah, exactly. It's just
4: like I mean, for a while that was just kind of happening across the board, but I think our numbers have just settled back to normal at this point. Yeah, there was a people... big.
0: Yeah, we had a big spike in viewership numbers on our live streams, like right in the middle of March, when sort of the bulk of people got got sent home, which is just right, sort of interesting. Right. Um, and then that did slowly sort of taper back as people have actually realized oh, I'm going to be here for a while. I need to not just fart around at home and actually do my <laughs> job. I guess yeah. is why. But uh, but speaking of streams, um, the uh, I I predict that the Jackbox streams mm-hmm. will not mm-hmm. entirely go mm-hmm. away when we can actually be back in the office because right now that's one of the sh- like we're doing crossing the streams instead of AFK because we can't have five people all sitting around a. a table playing board games uh, and the Jackbox streams have been A, a ton of fun and B like like fun for us and B a lot of fun for the viewers so I can, I I can would, see those coming back at some point.
4: I would say it's less that we're going to keep the Jackbox streams around which we, we probably will and more that we've now actually found the best way to do streams with like eight people not in a tiny office and that yeah. if we do those again we'll probably do those from home.
0: Yeah, everyone's had to really amp up their, like, home stream setups. <laughs>
6: and, and we've learned a lot about how to actually host and manage. Pr- primarily, Paul has learned a lot about how to host and manage multicam remote viewings like we are currently recording right now.
0: Yeah, we've tried every technical whatever, like, meet and Zoom and all the different things, and it turns out the easiest way is just to send the video directly to Paul. Yeah. Put, put your video into the Paul.
2: I, I mean, I, I, you know just quickly, I will say that, you know, obviously, this has been a huge learning experience um, in terms of handling remote um, communications and calls and stuff. And there is all sorts of interesting applications for that, um, even when we are no longer in pandemic lockdown type situation. You know, it the flexibility of being able to have friends from out of town um, join in with you know Jackbox games or um, uh, other CTS games or you know Magic streams or anything. Um, Uh, The the flexibility of being able to do that without having to have them, you know, fly in or or take the ferry over from Vancouver or wherever um, opens up a big um, area that could be very interesting, um, even when we are back into the office. So Mm -hmm. that's
3: something that is cool. Yeah. All Um, right. Then I will pass things along to Heather.
4: Okay, question. From Bomb and Friends, since Feed Dump ended, have you seen a news story or hat and went, oh, this would be perfect for Feed crap. Well, We don't do that anymore. No, we don't do that anymore, so don't think about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Creative <laughs> energies have gone elsewhere. I, it's, it's, we, we stopped doing Feed Dump uh, two years ago? But, longer? Maybe? Th- it's And it was a thing we didn't really want to do anymore, so we replaced it with something we did. So I don't think about it. Mm.
3: There's definitely the feeling I So uh if anybody has watched me buy a printer um <laughs> they'll probably get what I'm about to say. Hey, uh hands up anybody <laughs> Heather. <laughs> so
4: it's not I have pretty. i delete
3: some footage. <laughs> so so when I when I when I bought a printer I spent about six months like researching what printer I wanted to buy and then I found like one that actually matched what I wanted to get and then I went ahead and, and you wait for a pretty good sale and you go ahead and you buy the printer and then uh, so we had a printer now in our house and then I spent the next six months shopping for printers. I already bought a printer and now I spent the next six months shopping because I'd already spent six months, shopping for printers. I was now, It was now part of my routine, and I couldn't stop myself I, from shopping for printers, even though I already owned one. I,
4: I will point out that this is not exclusive to printers. This is <laughs> anything that yeah, takes not, six months so, to try to buy. Let's not this pigeonhole is are just
0: printers. Yeah, Wait no, no.
1: This isn't a panel. This is an intervention <laughs> in a Trojan horse. <laughs> it's a beach. very... I have a very we're, bad habit. We're concerned no, I, 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 about you
5: i really appreciate that beach because i recently you might be able to see it uh bought a dutch oven Mm -hmm. and i when i did that i wanted to solve my dutch oven problem for all time oh no and as soon as i spent the money i was concerned that somebody was going to release a new top of the line hollow lump of cast iron and Therefore, rendering my solution obsolete
0: or you maybe obsolescent. It's the end of August. If you wait till the if you wait till the fall, you got to see what Apple's got coming out. You know, like I you, thought this yeah, exactly. There, there might today. be some new Apple technology.
3: Uh, Therein lies my point as to. Briefly, you'll see things where it's like, oh, a news story that would be perfect for Feed Dump, but we don't do Feed Dump anymore. That was a very brief continuance. That was like mm. probably yeah. a few weeks for some people. I imagine for Kathleen, because she was definitely paying attention to that all the time. Well, and then at some point, you just let that fall off because you're like, I don't have time to like, do
4: it. I also was heavily involved in Feed Dump, running the camera, and I was there a lot of the time and, and sometimes organizing the people. And so I just. It was just like, also, we didn't really buy hats for Feed Dump. People gave us hats. I didn't go around being like, oh, yes, this hat. We went to conventions, and we came back with a bucket full of hats. Sometimes the bucket was the hat. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I, because the thing is, like, we, generally speaking, didn't look for the stories for Feed Dump until we were, like, you know, like, maybe the night before or whatever. Uh, So that never happened to me. Like, uh, people will... Still set and I looked it up by the way, it was February twenty eighteen was the last was the last episode. So almost two and a half years ago. And people will still send us things to be like, you know, oh shame you're not doing feed em anymore, this story would be great. And I look at it I'm like, yeah, that would be a great feed em story. But when I look at funny news stories, I just go, ha. Like what?
1: I
2: don't like I, I, yeah, I,
0: I don't I don't have that in the back of my head. Yeah. But anytime, Beach, anytime I see a goddamn Camper van or R V <gasps> Oh no. <That's> <laughs> On the side of the road. I'm like, Oh, that would've been good for RoadQuest. <laughs> <laughs> Same way. Yeah. Every because we were trying we desperately were trying to get beach in like a camper van or some ridiculous big like so Chevy good. Vandura or something for RoadQuest. The entire time we were on the trip or driving through BC and Serge and I are like, Oh, that would have been a good one. <laughs>
6: I was going to ask because, like, when I was doing my pass for Road Quest, I was hearing every instance of <laughs> Beach going, "Oh, rubbernecking down the road!" Like that would have been good, and I wondered if that stopped. Ah, I'm no. still doing
3: it now. In a, in a small town outside of Cranbrook, BC, oh, no. uh, there was an ambulance. For sale. Oh, yeah, it was an right. E350 conversion to an ambulance, so it wasn't like a standard wow. like big boxy ambulance, it was more of a ambulance, va- like, is what it is. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I guess if I bought a ticket on WestJet and flew out to Cranbrook and looked at it and saw if it was okay, and then I just turned around and drove it back all night, I could make it back to Victoria in time to still get on the plane and fly to Calgary for the show I have to do for five days before I have to come back and get in that same ambulance and then drive to wherever the hell it is we're going to. What brought you back to Earth? The fact that there was no way I was going to, I was not going to, pay a ticket to fly out to Cranbrook.
6: <laughs> yeah. Good. After That's so all of that, tanking. it sounds like you would have needed to be driven somewhere in an ambulance. It
3: would have been enough, yeah. Mm.
6: Yeah.
5: I just <laughs> had right. one more thing to yeah. mention about Feed Dump. And that, I think we we put it down at the right time because mm. any interesting news story now, I feel gets, like, the possibility space of comedy gets explored within about 60 seconds of it appearing on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Right. And you can, like, scroll through the replies of any news story and find that somebody has solved the humor.
0: Yeah. Our <laughs> jokes will never be as good as the sixth or seventh d- dunk down the list. Mm hmm. Because the first, the first ones out the gate are never the best. It takes the cut, you know. It, you know, it takes like fifteen, twenty minutes at least We're for fine. the perfect joke yeah. to be discovered. And even yeah,
1: even if we tried, we would be compared probably
4: unfavorably to that sixth or seventh dunk. So why bother? Or get yeah. accused of stealing it? Yeah, and I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't really want to have to read the news sometimes. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Well, that's Valid. why
0: I would never, I would never subscribe. Back when, you know, when, like Google Reader was a thing, and never subscribe to, you know, the AP Newswire. It was always the AP Odd News. So you, you never have to see anything about war or politics. It's always just man with lizards in pants. <laughs> <There's>
6: <laughs> politics to that. That's a hell of
3: a category.
2: Uh, it's always, it's always the, the the surprisingly large number of reptiles that you can fit in your pants. They're very small when they're babies.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now that we've exhausted feed dump, uh, maybe Alex can do the next question. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Let's see what we got here.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Whoops. <laughs> everybody, Asia mark <laughs>
1: There we go. Oh, oh everybody else is going to have to answer this one. Uh, who has the most Fall Guys crowns? Damn, I hope Fall Guys is still cool once this airs. I have uh, not played Fall Guys.
0: Same. I think it's still cool.
4: I have zero. I also oh, haven't played.
0: Yeah. I came so zero. close when we were streaming, but I don't think I have any.
4: I have the game, I just haven't played it yet. I think oh, cool.
2: Uh, yeah, I think all of the people who, who won crowns are not in this particular call. We may have to do <laughs> yeah. that question again in uh, subsequent uh, asklers when... Uh, uh, ben and Serge and Corey Cory Corey to yeah.
0: yeah. get one I think yeah. of I think of everyone I'm pretty sure that Ben has the most because he's actually like played it a bunch
6: yeah, ah. mm. yeah. The, the thing is everyone who is not on this panel right now in loading ready run is currently playing fall guys and that's why they're not on the panel right now. <laughs> that's why.
0: That why brings up Steam Friends. Oh my mm. god. I will All agree right, with man.
4: the sentiment that I hope it's still cool once this airs. Because yeah. I I like the little beanie looking. I like
0: the little bean man, yeah. Yeah. Oh hmm. well, Matt, hey, I guess you're up then.
1: You, 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 oh, I was just going to say, the only thing I really know about it, apart from the premise, is that you you screw
4: people on the finish line.
1: Uh, you can.
4: I, you can. It's just, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. I would think that
2: that's what you would call emergent gameplay, I believe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so easy for it to backfire too, is that I've like I've seen it backfire where it's the person's at the end and they're just waiting and then they grab someone, but then that the person they grab yeets both of them off the side and it's like, Well, now neither of us is qualified. Have
4: have you seen the video that's been going around Twitter of the the person that they saw cheating because they were just flying through the air and they they got on a team sport? And the entire team yes. that the cheater was on was 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 losing on purpose so that he couldn't move on.
3: Yes. Oh
5: wow, that
3: was really yeah. funny. That's yeah. the kind of like mob justice that I really go for, where it's like, wait, <laughs> if we if we win, this dude's gonna no, no, we lose, yeah. we take him with us. Solidarity. Yeah, yeah that's Love like some it.
5: the Dark Knight kind of like <laughs> collective action right there. Jeez. <laughs> i'll do what you should have had the courage to do 30 minutes ago
0: (laughs) (laughs) matt on
6: to me from aurelian2773 how much trouble has it been to put a on large group streams during the pandemic and it does look pretty seamless on a technical level but have there been headaches behind the scenes paul
0: I, it does look seamless. I want to. I, I want to mm-hmm. say, Paul, you've been doing an amazing job.
6: Well,
2: yeah. oh, thank you. I mean, this question illustrates that apparently I didn't take into account enough space for the questions on the overlay. <laughs> 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 uh, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely the problem with um, a lot of this, uh, a lot of the technology involved behind the this stuff is that you know it's. Based on uh, you know, there, there's a lot of steps between me, or, or between the viewer and me, and the uh, you know me as the as the producer or whatever, and also the and the person actually like sending their signal from their house. You know, there's there's their computer, their internet connection, my computer, my internet connection, the viewer's computer, the viewer's internet connection, various microphones, and all these different things. And if any part of it is messed up. Um, it can really mm-hmm. cause problems, and yeah, and it's also mm-hmm. that I can design and set up a system to do remote, uh, uh to set somebody up for a remote thing. You know, I, I know how to do that fairly well, but what's really hard is doing that without being able to physically go and set it up for the person, right? So yeah. So it's like you have, every, every person has to kind of become their own, uh, you know, production setup. They have to do their own, uh, they have to become their own DP and their, their own lighting tech and their own whatever. Uh, and so that can be frustrating sometimes. But um, also just sort of the vagaries of internet stuff, you know, that just sometimes somebody's internet connection will be bad. And it's been fine every other time. And now it's yeah. bad. And, or Cloudflare you know,
4: will go down. Yeah,
2: and it's like <laughs> for a lot of these problems, the 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 issue is so far kind of above where we are. It's like you could try restarting <laughs> and see if it gets better. If it doesn't, literally, there's nothing we can do. Like it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I always say that whenever when stuff is messed up, especially when it's on messed up like on a larger scale, like you know Cloudflare or Or, you know, if your internet is down or whatever, I I, I tend to be comforted with the idea that there are uh, a lot of other people running very, very expensive, uh, extremely valuable businesses on the same infrastructure that are losing money way faster than we are (laughs) (laughs) when things go wrong. And so there's probably a lot of people working on the problem and uh it'll get fixed at some point
0: (laughs) we're not losing nearly as much money as they are Uh but
2: uh i very much appreciate uh the um understanding of the viewers in these trying times you know when uh, Mm -hmm. when thing you know obviously when it's a live show people be like the audio's out of sync but when it's uh when it's uh with the remote things people tend to be a little bit more relaxed about that kind of stuff shall we say which i appreciate
0: Mm.
3: and at least from the perspective of trying to get people onto the shows because that's the other part of doing any sort of large group stream is ensuring that people are available to be in those things in the first place um that at least has gone fairly well Mm -hmm. that in terms of scheduling like james does an awful lot to ensure that scheduling is is properly communicated and and um you get people involved as much as you can and you know email our guests and ensure that they're ready and to ensure that they've got what they need to kind of make things happen and um, and so you know, definitely give James his props for the fact that he makes a lot of this like the coordination of this work very well and the fact that we have so many people um, within loading ready run but then also people from outside loading ready run uh, that are that are like yeah no I can I can give up the time I like, give up the time I can be on the show I can I can participate I can come have fun with you guys that that's that's a thing that's seems a lot easier um uh but also has that kind of fraught uh coordination, which really i can't comment on because it is james's job
0: it's... I just like that we all know well enough to be wearing headphones yeah. yes mm.
2: it's it's unfortunate that it's like with all the technology in the world and you know in this and obviously more and more people are using it now it's still like every stream that we do that I, that I'm involved in, uh, I am online to start it an hour before it starts. And in the hour before it starts, people are coming in, you know, people come in and every single time, you know, there's like, is my microphone working? Why isn't my microphone working? It was working last time. Okay. So so, and it's like, why is this? And so, you know, there's still that process, like it's, you can't just Everybody, hook up, go. There's always yeah, they're always be still like
6: little
2: hook <laughs> little hiccups are always around. It's very Windows. frustrating. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: Cameron's next.
5: All right. Uh, androgenitz has asked. Lur has been going to conventions for a while. What are your favorite con-related memories? Ooh. And like, big question. Whenever I go to a con like the, the 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 answer that i always give when people ask me how was panx is i enjoy seattle <laughs> <laughs> because i have a tremendously privileged That's con fair. experience where when i go to a con i usually get a badge that gets me in early so i get to skip the lines i can usually wander the convention floor whatever shape that takes uh when it's less crowded and the times where i have thought i really like that booth that i saw yesterday before the show opened I should go see it today on Saturday at 3 p.m. And I just spend the next 20 minutes being buffeted around by backpacks swinging at me. Um, So I don't usually have that experience. So I I suppose, like, my general con experience is is very favorable. Um, But I always love the, the... My favorite moments at cons are the breaks I take where I usually find like a little cafe that is at some distance from the convention center. And I just sit and drink like a little cup of coffee and read a book for half an hour. And it's this little island of peace in the middle of this big, loud, friendly, happy event. And I just really treasure that kind of um, a little bit of solitude and and stillness.
6: Mm. It's put in contrast. Mm exactly
5: even more specific my favorite memory of a con was actually one that i was just reminded of today which was i think it was at south a couple of years ago where i was with ram and beege and was it adam anyway i was the only person on our panel who didn't have a panel immediately preceding it (laughs) so i got to be the lone lure person on the panel for about three or four minutes while everyone else just like did the Usain Bolt from um, their previous panel to our panel to try to get there in time. And I was just like, hello, and welcome to chemistry 499 special (laughs) topics in statistical thermodynamics today we will be discussing the ergodic hypothesis and somebody actually like put their hand up and was like oh is the ergodic like actually asked a question about their ergodic hypothesis and I was like no no that was everything that was everything I remembered from school that was it
2: they called your bluff
1: I had no follow up <laughs> yeah.
2: prepared
5: like no I, like that That was it I remembered the opening 15 seconds of that class and the rest of it sounded like a buddy rich drum solo <laughs> Right, it's God. just gone. It's deleted, right? <laughs> Somehow I managed to retain enough of it to get like a good grade on the exam, and I don't know how, but I just think I had blacked out, <laughs> and then the exam was done. Oh, that's amazing.
1: I kind of want to steal this one from Beach because uh, I just got reminded of it uh, in a photo that came up uh, at East um, Threege. Yeah. Yeah. That was oh going to be God. mine. Um. It's interesting because, like, it sort of dovetails into what I was originally going to say about um, uh, con experiences, which is that, like, as Cameron says, um, a lot of the best parts about it aren't like the actual event itself, as much as like things that occur within it, like um, the fan interactions and the panels and getting to meet friends that you don't get to see all that often. I think those are the the parts that I, I think I treasure the most about them. And Threege was one of those examples. For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, two fans um, cosplayed as Beeja's convention outfit. Mm. And so we had three
2: <laughs> three Beaches. Not beige, <laughs> but beige Beege, but Beege at convention. Beach Yes, yeah. it was
1: it was really something. They're in
3: um, uniform. Yeah,
5: Beach's hype is.
3: And the more terrifying part of that is that uh, Jen, who works the um, who works Bandland, uh, she's an enforcer. Who works Bandland. She came down and she was like, "Didn't I just see you upstairs?" And I'm like, no, I've "Been here the whole time." And she's like, "No, you were upstairs." And I'm like, "No, I was not." She's like, "You are recognizable. I would have known if you you were upstairs." And I'm like, "No, I wasn't." What's going on? And she's like, "You have to come with me." So she took Graham and I both to where she last saw oh, me. Right. Right. And I'm like. Jen, I know you're not making this up but I cannot for the life of me understand why this is happening. And we went back down to the table. I felt so
0: bad for Jen because she was like, you were right here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know, like it's like normally you do like, yeah, sure Jen, yeah, 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 and like gaslight kind of thing, it's like, no, 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 I believe you. why make that up? That would be ridiculous. Yeah. But then to see them show up Ten minutes, fifteen minutes later at the booth, and be like, "That's what I was waiting for." Holy Great, somebody moly. actually wanted to show themselves off. This is this yeah. Is you, literally, I guess you spend the rest. I was gonna. This, oh. this
2: is literally like the the end plot game, like end game of like a bunch of heist movies, like a bunch yeah. of people all dressed in identical outfits. It's a time like mov- affair, yeah. yeah, yeah, moving around, yeah, yeah.
5: I was gonna say like I would spend the rest of the day wondering when I walk into the time machine.
1: Ah. (laughs) right
5: like is it when i what 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 happens between now and then right like did you get a look at did you get a look at my watch what did it say right right it was running about four hours fast i remember that
3: was it the same outfit but was it all weird like silvery kind of and shiny
0: (laughs) oh I have did i have a shock of gray hair or his eyes filled
1: with murderous intent
3: (laughs) or were they were they lasers Anyway, <laughs> I love and the
2: idea else? I love the idea that your your future convention outfit is your regular convention outfit but shiny. Yeah.
5: <laughs> like maybe
3: either, <laughs> like either that like... or it's
5: covered in belts and pouches. Oh yeah. And you've got a gun with just two like like handles sticking out the bottom <laughs> and twelve <laughs> barrels.
3: Like a like or like, a, no like a like a rifle that looks like two birds kissing each other.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Anyway, yeah, the, uh, the, the covenant special. Yes. Anyone else have a favorite con uh, memory?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely just all about meeting people. I mean, we had you know, in, in Australia, we've had you know, people like serenade us, which was very entertaining. Um, just all the people that come by the table in Bandland and say hi. That's what that's what I really miss by this being PAX Online. I I really really miss that. And the one that comes to mind particularly for me is is the the woman who came by uh, in cosplay as Agatha Fisty, <laughs>
2: that, which b- that was blew good.
0: my mind. The cosplay was of things
2: that aren't actually costumes, <laughs> I love.
0: Yeah, well, she was dressed up like Agatha Fisty, like like the clothes that I put Agatha in in the game, uh, and it's just sort of like you know because uh, it's it's like hey, that's cosplay of a of a thing that I helped make. That's so cool. It was that was really special.
6: That's cosplay yeah. of my baby.
0: Yeah, my ancient <laughs> baby.
3: Wow! Please we... don't do his real baby.
0: No, that would be very upsetting. No, that's
4: mm. weird and maybe crosses a line. Yeah.
0: Uh, is it to me now, or is it... unless there's other it is. convention memories? No? Okay all right well I'll I'll do it then let's, let's go do any of you ever find it difficult to come to terms with jokes that don't age well asks Lasco no actually I find it very easy to come to terms with it it's it 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 it, it sucks but it's like oh boy I was stupid then <sighs> so uh, uh, are you right.
1: meaning like um jokes that like we made or that other creators made or like both cuz I'm, I mean, it's a so, similar question,
0: right? I'm inferring that this is a joke, coming to terms with a joke that we have made, that has now not aged well. That's mm. that's that's my assumption. Is that it's like, you know, something that we may have said before, because we've been doing this for uh, yeah. uh sixteen sixteen 17. years. Siri, no, I don't need your help right now. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, and, for, yeah. For my, uh, deep shame and embarrassment. Is kind of how I come to terms with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just like I'm. I'm. It's like, you know. Ah, fuck. Like I said at the uh, at the Letting Ready Run 15th anniversary stream, where we showed a bunch of old sketches, and there were one or two jokes in there that it's like that they weren't like, holy crap, but they were like, uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah, probably that, wouldn't that have done was it tasteless. like that now.
1: That was tasteless.
0: Yeah, and it's just Ooh. sort of like, hey, we don't stand behind every joke we've ever made. That's what we said at the time, and it's like. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry, but yeah, it's like coming to terms with it. No, it's easy. It's just a you know, hmm. it's uh, two tablets of shame. <laughs> Wash it, <laughs> watch it down with some embarrassment, and uh, think can about can it every night as you're falling
3: asleep. Yeah. Vomit up an apology. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, it's like <laughs> I found it strangely illustrative to actually look to ICP <laughs> for some words of con- like. Uh, uh, um, comfort on this, because Violent <laughs> J said in an interview, right? He was confronted with like, you know, you guys have said some really homophobic things in your in your songs before, and he said that um, uh, he said to his daughter, "Don't make excuses for me, right? Say your dad was a fool back then, hmm. right? Like we were trying to be something, and." it was bad it was yeah. bad right there's no excuses for it the uh oh go ahead
6: my my feeling is like after the age of 25 to 30 and unless you have some sort of anxious demon in the back of your head you kind of develop the perspective and distance from your past <laughs> to really just be able to shrug it off as just Stuff happens. I was a teenager once. Sucks. Back then, sucked living through it. Sucks now, but gotta live with it.
0: <laughs> it's funny because like there's there's things, like, jokes that we've made in old videos that 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 is true for. But there's also like, just completely meaningless personal interaction moments that nobody but me remembers. That th- yeah. those like those I can't yeah. forget for some oh, reason. Yeah.
4: yeah. Now that that's the anxiety demon in the back of your head, right there.
0: That's yeah, our safety they, net. He's got a lazy boy and like he's, he's <laughs> real comfy. And comfy a very
3: <laughs> Knock,
1: knock, knock. Hey, time to remember that thing that happened ten years ago.
3: <laughs> That's. <laughs> there's there's literally a bare naked ladies lyric where where uh, Stephen Page sings, "Nature provides for us a safety net. Whatever we do, we can never forget." And I'm just like, oh Jesus, Steve! Oh, to hear that in my teen years to be like, oh God, why wasn't I listening more? Oh, oh. why
1: is my fishing net full of barbs?
3: Yeah, I. Uh, another thing about this question, though, is that in terms of jokes that don't age well, it could also just be like, because I said you could also read that as how do we feel about jokes that are timely for a certain period? Oh, um, okay. But then also, and I know they mean the first thing that we talked about, but also the mm-hmm. idea of just how do you come to terms with well, you guys have made you guys have made jokes that don't play as well later because if you don't right. understand the zeitgeist of the time, then you won't.
4: Or, and having done it for 16 or, years, that's something that we've moved like, on, right? Like, uh, you see in really old uh, movies where the, the cell phone is like a giant brick and now we yeah. have whatever. And it's like, how has has that movie actually aged forward properly I think with that technology? I think it
1: becomes a time capsule at that point. Um, yeah. That Like, dating it is, you know, maybe the humor uh, is diminished, but it becomes a sort of a, a, a signifier for the era. Like, if we make a joke about fidget spinners or, like, bottle flips or something, you know, that'll be like, ah, I remember that.
3: Or, like, dabbing. Bottle
0: flips aren't cool anymore?
4: you stop dabbing?
0: I think we've generally speaking... I just got good at them. I think we've, generally speaking, tried not to, uh, not to do, like, um... Highly topical stuff. Topical pop... Culture jokes, yeah. and I, I know that you know because we've been doing this for so long that when we when we watch old stuff and those joke those jokes are in there, it's sort of like ah, oh, I wish we'd come up with a better way of doing that because now <laughs> that joke just doesn't land, you know. It's So
2: I mean, I, I think especially with the with the crap shots, like uh, with the back in like the sketches were probably less tend to be less topical, um, mm. but. I think i think there's a value in sort of like if especially with comedy um not only stuff that like we've done but also just like comedy that you enjoyed when you were a kid uh or, or but maybe not or maybe it's kind of uh you know has some uh problematic elements now or, or stuff yeah. that you don't like very much now I, I think it's worthwhile not to just be like it's terrible and bad but to sort of you know to to look at it and I like I I feel like I know enough about sort of comedy and stuff that I can you know you can have the dichotomy of appreciating what the humor was or is Mm. while still being like you know like I appreciate what what the goal of this is and why I thought it was funny I don't think it's a thing to I don't think it's a thing that I would be into now But Mm -hmm. that doesn't take away the fact that I did find it fun. Like, I'm not going to pretend that it was never funny to me, because obviously it was. And and especially with stuff we've done, I I can't think of any offhand, but there's definitely, you know, sketches we've done where, you know, the jokes maybe don't land as well. Or, or, you know, we joked about something that we wouldn't joke about now. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I still I usually find the the premise still you know, still like, oh I I see where the joke was there. Yeah. But.
0: I see what I see what we were trying to do. I wish we'd done it differently, but it, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I I I get I get how we got to that point sort of thing, yeah.
2: But uh yeah. I see what you did there.
4: <laughs> I mean that Harlem Shake video is gonna be timeless forever. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean there's certainly to things. bring up the Harlem Shake. So that So here's the thing cuz it's like that that's a prime example cuz the Harlem Shake video the joke in that video is about how we're we're late and bad to capitalizing on memes. It could have been anything. The fact that it's the Harlem Shake is irrelevant. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh Paul, I guess we're back to you. How are we doing on time actually? We don't we, we don't have an enforcer in the back uh, of the room got, holding uh, up a big sign.
2: A couple more questions here. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, Do the lightning round. This is. Mm-hmm. With the onset of the apocalypse, your streaming, your streams <laughs> and filming has dramatically changed. What has been the most disappointing change you had to make? I love that this is asked by Eldrazi Trainer.
3: Jesus! Uh, <laughs> it's
2: like, just out of curiosity, uh, when the Eldrazi come, what kind of changes are you going to make? No
1: reason that, that
0: I'm asking.
1: <laughs> Put your I was going to say. In case you're asking, bye.
0: I was going to say, someone's made a successful career pivot already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: it's the, the fetch, fetch is a tough one for Eldrazi mm. roll over. You don't want to get too close. <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, in the, 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 the slideshow at the beginning of the, uh, uh at the beginning of the show, um, you know, we, Graham talked about, uh, stuff that we had planned for 2020. Um, that we are not able to do so i mean obviously that's uh, a big change and I, for me personally uh from a like streaming standpoint um, i keep seeing like neat board games <laughs> like for for from a production standpoint and like a tech standpoint AFk was al- has always been like one of the more uh, fun shows for me to do because we're always coming up with mm. new overlays and new different yeah. you know setups for the cameras and how can we really show this game off well and all this kind of stuff um, and you know AFK board games are basically totally out of the window at the moment. Um, the, and so that's frustrating.
0: It's definitely I think I'm sorry, Cam. You have your hand up like a polite oh. gentleman. Oh, I I was just going to say the the one thing that I um I missed.
5: Was being able to complete Eat Death in in time with the rest of yeah. the episodes. Yeah. I think by the time this has, uh, by the time this is done, we will have wrapped it up hmm. because we've taken some like uh, we we found an alternative solution. But yep. having watched what we have done with a lot of Dice Friends, you know, I started wondering. Well, maybe I, maybe I was being a bit of a prima donna, right? <laughs> because like. I, I felt it was important that we all be in the same room, and I wanted to do Heat Death with all of my friends, kind of like sharing the same uh, space and being mm-hmm. able to see everyone
1: mm-hmm.
5: and seeing how well that, how well other dice friends shows work remotely. I'm now wondering, like, maybe that wasn't the correct decision. Yeah. But I'm just
0: really happy to be able to wrap up Find that show. 20, like, 20. I mean, mm-hmm. what I was going to say is actually, I'm that I'm actually. With you on your decision, I, I think the dice friend stuff that we've been doing under under isolation has been has has been has been great. But I, you know, there's plenty of content that we haven't been able to even start on or make. But in terms of things that we've had to change, the one thing that bums me out the most is all of our streams that ordinarily had more than one person in the room, right? And like many of them, we've managed, you know, like for Rhythm Cafe. Heather and Ian have, like, one person in the studio and the other person on audio for Let's Know Ben and Adam do the cool green screen thing. And, you know, like, we've got ways around that. And that's cool. But even those, there's still an element of the energy of being in the same room. And we're, you know, we, I like to think that as a whole, we are a fairly quick-witted group of folks. And, man, I mean, as you have seen previously on this very... Q&A uh, voice chat it's so easy to talk over people and just like cut people off and when you think you're just you want to just make like a little like a little zinger in there and you you can't and i yeah i'm bummed to be not able to do you know afk and in person dice friends and you know even just like lrrmtg with like I me me and james magic. sitting in the same room
4: yeah i i personally just don't like having to not be in the same room for Rhythm Cafe. I yeah. half half of my interactions with Ian on that stream are 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 me silently looking at him like his head's fallen off because he's done something very strange, and that doesn't relate to doesn't audio only yeah. so well.
2: So now in Rhythm <laughs> Cafe, there's just these weird long pauses. Yes, <laughs> people have just just to imagine that you're looking over at him. Yeah.
6: And thank God Graham started a new podcast with Wiggins, because I was so sad that we had to push back any plans we had for the panelists filming, especially mm. since I would have been editing them, and
3: that would have been giving me work to do.
6: Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't
3: think for a minute, ladies and gentlemen, that we didn't have... We had plans, obviously, and you've heard about stuff like here and there, but plans were being made throughout January and February, and we realized going into March... It's like this could be affected, and then when we were in March, halfway through March, it's like this is being affected, and now we have to take it week by week, and we have to see yeah. what happens. It's and- just the nature. Of, that's kind of been the more disappointing thing, I guess, for me is that watching, having to kind of wait on tenterhooks. I think was the thing of like being like we can't we can't make any long term plans for a couple of yeah. months. We just have to yeah. we just have to ride it out week to week and see what's going to happen so- until we all finally get to a point where we're like okay, we know where we're at. Now we can take that breath. And that was when that release valve came for me to be like, we know things have changed. Now we can start making long-term plans based on the position we're in.
4: Yeah, I always felt really bad every time we had a scheduling meeting because every meeting, James would be like, okay, we're only going to go like two weeks ahead because things might change positively. And I'm like, oh, James. That's (laughs) a really positive thought, and I hope so, but... I don't
0: know. I mean, we had, and I'm glad that we had this meeting. But we had a meeting with like me and Paul and Beege and Heather. You were there, I believe, also, and Kathleen. And we were like, okay, what do we? You know, like, what's our? This was in late February, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe early March. Well, we, we were like, March. okay, so there's this, there's this virus going around that you know we're getting a lot of conflicting information about. But it seems like it could be you know a scary thing or whatever. What's you know do we do we have a plan? And so we were like, well, we could do, you know, these pieces of content we could handle like this and this, we could handle like this and we could do, you know? And so we, we came up with a, you know, a rough plan of how everything could be done. And we're like, okay, cool. You know what? I'm glad we had that meeting. We're never going to need to use any of that information, but I'm glad that we at least talked about it just for our own sort of well being. just like, (laughs) Uh, you know, you know, and then like two weeks later it was like, Hey, um, that all of of that's (laughs) happening now. Yeah. (laughs) The reptoids came. Yeah. yeah. So. All
2: right. I think that actually was the last question. So. Yeah. No,
0: all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can. So. I, I can see the enforcer waving time at the back of the hall. I miss. are you looking at a wall? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like. He's
4: a got a picture right of there. an enforcer right there. Don't you?
3: Are we? Are we like hard on time? Like, are we at 59 minutes? I'm guessing because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't turn on my timer. Yeah. Damn. All right.
0: All right. Well, uh, in that case, that is going to do it for this North American askler. Um, you may be watching this live on Pax. You may be watching a replay of it on our own YouTube channel. If you're not, uh, do check out our YouTube channel. We're on YouTube and Twitch at Loading Ready Run. Um, uh, Where or you, you can check out all of our stuff at LoadingReadyRun.com. We have uh, two more of these is scheduled for um, sort of European UK viewers and one for. Uh, the Antipodes, Australia, New Zealand viewers as well. And then we have our panelists, um, which is going to be a great panel show, and uh, live, happening live, uh, Serge and James and guests are going to be doing some Minecraft shenanigans with the Punch-A-Chunk Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to want to check that out as well. There's also a uh, Desert Bus panel happening at some point during PAX Online, and I don't, again, I don't know if that's before or after this panel, but check that out as well. So, um, yeah, until next time, that's been uh, Paul, Beach, Heather, Cameron, Matt, Alex, and myself, Graham, and we will talk to you some other time. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye.